Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Jeff Fidoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Podcast Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network. The only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valero and I break down the AFC divisional playoff matchup between the Chiefs and the Browns. But first, Joe, you know, you saw something. I know you're very – you keep up to date on social media. uh, You saw something on Instagram, right, that that had you – that you you texted me because you were so concerned. I did, Jeff. I was I was hoping that our, our friends at the Believe Podcast Network weren't, you know, two-timing us and, and starting up another Chiefs podcast. I was scrolling through and I saw it, what looked like Believe in Chiefs. And I'm, I'm scrolling through. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And then I took a screenshot of it and sent it to you. And it was, there's actually, the Believe Podcast Network has a podcast called Believe in Chefs. And it's a cooking podcast. <laughs> I thought it was a, it made me think of that commercial years ago, the Snickers commercial where the Chiefs players are coming off the sidelines and the, and the guy's painting the end zone and he forgot, he forgot the eye. And one of the players says, who are the chefs? And the guy goes, great googly moogly. I don't know if you remember that commercial, <laughs> but that's what it made me think of. I was like, great googly moogly. I thought it said, believe in chiefs. I said, they're two timing us. <laughs> that was a great ad. My friends and I still joke about that ad. And yes, Folks listening out there, you are listening to Believe in Chiefs. So hopefully yes. this is what you plan to listen to, not Believe in Chefs. But yeah, that, that is so great that it, it brought up um, that Snickers uh, ad from long ago that was so funny. Now that we've gotten that straightened out, that we yeah, we're we sure are, that there's great show. one yeah. Believe in Chiefs podcast, the one and only, now that we've gotten that straightened out, Joe. For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on, you can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, backed by 24-7 customer support and specialists to help with hard-to-find products. Because you've got everyone's back, we've got yours. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Chiefs Browns, how do, how do you see uh, early thoughts about this matchup, which will obviously break down a little bit further? Well, I don't, I don't think we saw this coming, Jeff. I, I, you know, we talked about all the matchups last time we were together, and I, I don't think this game was probably the one that factored least into my thought process, I have to be honest. I, I just thought even though the Steelers were sliding, um, here I am using, you know, air quotes like people can, can see my hands, but, you know, I, they, they, I still thought the Steelers were going to beat the Browns. I really did. I thought they had enough firepower. They had enough health even though they were dinged up a little bit and kind of banged up, I still thought they were going to beat the Browns just based totally. on the fact they, that they hung. They, the fact that they were facing them two weeks in a row and they hung with them, but lost without Ben Roethlisberger and TJ Watt. I'm like, you add those guys in, they'll, they'll beat Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. And, and so this is the game that, you know, I have to study the most now because, you know, this is a team that I didn't expect to be here. Now the things that scare me about this team is their running game. You know, um, they're, you know, they're, they're ranked in, in the top five uh, of three separate categories, rushing yards, rushing, uh, you know, rushing average per carry, and then, and then amount of rushing TDs. I'm not so worried about the rushing TDs, but the thing that scares me about the Chiefs 
playing the Browns and, and when you start talking about running game is, you know, rush per, you know, average yards per rush, because that's what we don't want to be dealing with, right? We, we need Patrick on the field. You know, we need, we don't need them grinding it out and winning the time of possession game. Um, Cause I think that would, you know, that's going to be detrimental because, you know, we know our strength is our offense. So the thing I think we have going for us is, you know, as you look at this Browns team, Number one, they're relatively inexperienced, right, from a big game playoff perspective. So, you know, and that means something, you know, the emotions of it, of going into a game. I think they're going to be on an emotional high, but I also think that um, from an emotional perspective, they're going to be, you know, facing a team that has has been there, done that, right? So I think that, you know, that is – and I think the Chiefs, you know, the Browns defense, they're – they're, they're probably, the, if you look at rankings, and not that rankings are everything, because you never know who's going to show up on a Sunday. But they're, you know, from a rankings perspective, they're the worst ranked defense left in the playoffs. So, or at least the AFC. Let me speak for just the AFC. And, and so, you know, with that, that's what I think the Chiefs have going for them, you know, is the ability to take advantage of this defense that's not as strong as long as, you know, they can keep, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt off off the field, and they don't and they don't start running. You know, that's you and I have been talking about that for for a long time. That's our always one of our biggest fears is a, is a team is going to run on the Chiefs and they're going to eat up so much clock that Patrick doesn't get to do his magic. And one of those guys that uh, to watch or look out for is, of course, former Chief Kareem Hunt, who has been talking about uh, how much he wants this matchup. And now, and the Super Bowl is right around the corner. So if you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, including this Chiefs-Browns matchup, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. Right now, they have the Chiefs as 10-point favorites over the Browns. From game spreads and totals, the team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Joe, there's a lot of interesting story angles here. We mentioned Kareem Hunt, which we'll get into, mm-hmm. even Mitchell Schwartz, though it's looking very unlikely. You haven't heard much about him, and I, I fear that he might be gone for the postseason, but a former Brown. Um, you have Mahomes versus Mayfield for the second mm-hmm. time in the pros. They had an epic college matchup that we're going to talk about. But one of the interesting things, uh, Kevin Stefanski, uh, who you know a little bit, the Browns head coach, in his first year as head coach, a candidate for coach of the year, he went to the football powerhouse known as the University of Pennsylvania. Tell, tell us a little bit about how you know him. As we all know, Jeff, it's a breeding ground for major uh, NFL talent. No, I'm just kidding. We, we've had, we actually, you know, the Ivy League has had, had really good success uh, in the NFL, especially in the last 10 to 15 years of, of putting really solid players and coaches into the NFL. But in all seriousness, uh, Kevin is a fantastic coach. He's really come up through the ranks. Um, he played uh, at Penn. He graduated in 2005. So, you know, he's, he's a young coach and uh, he's got all the right tools. I mean, he's taken a team that, you know, didn't, doesn't really have, you know, doesn't have that super, you know, playoff, you know, uh, talent uh, and, and, and roster full of, you know, 
uh, incredible players. He, he's done it with real, real team effort. It's been a real team effort. And, and I think, you know, one of the other connections besides just, you know, my connection to Kevin being from Penn is, you know, uh, don't forget that John Dorsey, who was the ex GM oh, of the point. chiefs was the, he's now, he's no longer the, the Browns GM, but you know, he, he, this is really a lot of his team. It's you the know, John the, Dorsey bowl, right? He basically built both teams. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously Brett Veach, is amazing. I, I voted for oh, him sure. for executive of the year in the, for the Pro Football Writers Association. But hey, you know, Dorsey got he drafted Tyreek Hill. He really drafted Mahomes. Veach was so high on him. You know, he drafted, he built this team. So great point about yeah. Dorsey. And, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. I remember I, I kind of pulled that connection together. And don't forget about Terrence Mitchell, right? He's, uh, he's you know, one of their corners who was uh, with the Chiefs uh, in, in 16, 17. So, you know, he, um, you know, he's going to know a little bit about Patrick and a little bit about this offense, um, what the Chiefs are going to bring to the table. So, yeah, definitely some, some neat connections. I, I thought one of the most interesting stories that I saw was the gentleman Blake Hans. Uh, he that ended was up, very cool. Wow, Jeff, how about that, right? So for those who don't, who don't maybe know, didn't, didn't get a chance to see that Browns game, uh, you know, Blake was, was start, ended up starting at right ta- uh, right go- left guard, left guard, I'm sorry. And uh, – Literally a couple of days before the game, he was driving from New Jersey to join the Browns, and he ends up playing most of that game against the Steelers and handled some of their best defensive linemen up front, right? So uh, this was a guy that Baker Mayfield literally said he had met in the locker room before the game. (laughs) He didn't even practice with the team, went out and had an unbelievable game. Man, to me, that was like, what a story. That's an amazing story. And that's sort of the sign of the times. And why I bring it up is that's just what we've been dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're believing Chiefs. Just just last night I'm watching, you know, living here in Philadelphia. I t- turned on the 76ers. They're playing the Miami Heat. They were down to like seven players each team because of COVID, you know, and, and, and the Heat didn't have any players. So it's just been that kind of year from a sports perspective, right? You just got to deal with what you have. So, you know, Blake Hans made the most of his opportunity for sure. And Blake Hans is really an incredible story. He drove wherever in uh, Jersey was staying to Cleveland because I guess, you know, you can't fly with all the COVID, COVID issues. And so basically he made however long, you would know this, Joe, however long a trip that is. He basically got paid 30-something thousand to, to make that trip. Not a bad game and play, you know, about 15 steps. What a, what a cool uh, weekend for this yeah, guy. So. I'd take that. I'd take that, Jeff, any day of the week. But, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, uh, it's just a great story. So I think that's a good segue into, again, where, you know, where I think the matchup is, is going to lie. And, and I think, you know, they have a really good offensive line, actually. I, I know we're kind of talking about the Blake Hans kind of jumping in there um, and, and, and sort of, uh, you know, coming in, in in six hours notice. But, you know, all in all, the Browns have a really solid offensive line. They can really move the ball and they can give Kareem Hunt some, some nice holes. They can protect Baker Mayfield. He's, he's shifty, right? So it's going to be tough to get to him. So, you know, they have, some, they have some things going for them. This is definitely an up-and-coming team. I don't think they're going to beat the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a decent game, but I think um, – you know, I just I think they have they have some they have some things going for them, uh, especially in the run game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Actually, I know the Chiefs are ten point favorites. You know, I, I could see them. I think it's, they're going to win by um, more like a touchdown. Um, you know, I again the Browns they they put up uh, forty eight points against <laughs> against the uh, the Steelers just a week ago, um, and like you said, they have some things 
that can give the Chiefs problem. They they have a really good running back running game. Two backs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who mm-hmm. I'm sure is going to be very pumped for this matchup. Like you said, one of the best offensive lines in the game. Uh, they get Joel Batonio, who who missed uh, for COVID, back. Uh, I, I think the Chiefs will um, put up a lot of points. As we said, they're probably the worst defense uh, left in the playoffs. They do get Denzel Ward back, their best corner. Um, that's going to help a lot. Uh, yeah. for sure. He's, a, he's an excellent corner and having him back, he was one of those guys on the COVID list. Another guy, they, they gave their coach back, who we talked about, Kevin Skafanski, who missed the Steelers game for COVID. Joe, we talked a little bit about that pen connection. I, I joked about but it, it is really cool. And you've even had some, talk about kind of your interactions. I know you, you uh, even met him or talked to him before. Yeah, he, you know, he's a Philly guy. His, his dad was the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers Oh, that's for right. for most of 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 the time when Kevin was was at Penn, so you know there's definitely a lot of of connections there. Um, you know his dad Ed Stefanski. If if you've ever heard of it, you know any of our fans have heard of Delaware County. It gets a little bit of notoriety. Saturday Night Live always jokes about Delaware County. Uh, you know they talked of John King talked a lot a lot about it in the on election the yeah. elections. Uh, Delaware County is a large populous county here and outside of Philadelphia really known for sports, like really known for almost having like a disproportional amount of players that go on to major college and, and sort of play um, in, in the, um, in the NBA, in the NFL and, and even in other sports too. So, you know, he's got really, you know, he's got Philly roots and a lot of the reasons why he, you know, came to Penn, why Kevin came to Penn, his dad, Ed went to Penn, his dad, like I said, his dad was the, uh, general manager of the Sixers from 2007 to 2011. So he comes from a sports family. So if you know the Stavansky name, maybe by, by uh, you know, Kevin being the head coach of the Browns and being a, you know, a possible coach of the year candidate, you know, if you're in Philadelphia, you know the Stefanski name because he, you know, from between high school, college, and then uh, his time with the Sixers, his dad, Ed, was, uh, was pretty legendary here. And his dad went around and did some other teams, too. He was with the Raptors, and he was with the Grizzlies and things like that. So, yeah, really, really, you know, uh, uh, just a, uh, you know, just a, a great family and, and a really great sports family. So, yeah, Kevin just, you know, he's one of those Penn guys. We have a very tight connection with all mm-hmm. of our, our folks at Penn. And, and he went right into coaching right after – uh, you know, I know early on, I don't know what he did right after college, but I know Kevin uh, went right to the Vikings in like 2006 or seven. So not long after graduation, he was in the NFL, you know, he and was, he actually worked under, uh, so for some of it, Brad Childress, who's very close to Andy Reid and, and worked with the Chiefs. So this is a little bit of a connection there. Yeah, definitely. I forgot about that. So yeah, so it's, 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 it's an interesting, you know, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, you know, I think, I think, um, like you said, I, I kind of go with you that I think it's going to be a, a touchdown win. I think it's going to be high scoring. And, you know, you had mentioned, uh, Jeff, that shootout, that pr- probably one of the most historic college football games ever, right? I mean, well over 1,200 yards, almost 1,300 yards of, of passing offense. Um, I think uh, 12, 12 passing touchdowns. Uh, I think Mayfield had seven and Mahomes had five, I think, five uh, TD Correct. passes in that game. Mahomes threw it 88 times. 88 times. How did his arm not fall off? I, I, I didn't even know you get that many plays in a game. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's just he crazy. Was, in this college matchup, this is the second time Mahomes and Mayfield have met in the pros. Uh, their Texas Tech-Oklahoma matchup 
um, was like you said, historic, 66-59, uh, Oklahoma won. And yeah, Mahomes' numbers, he threw 52 of 88 times for 734 yards and five touchdowns, and he lost. Uh, <laughs> that's, maybe yeah. Texas Tech needed to work on their uh, defense a little bit. So yeah, I think that's another cool um, subplot, and I think – I, I'm not expecting Mahomes to throw it 88 times, but I am expecting this to be a high-scoring game. I think the Chiefs are going to have trouble with the Browns' offense, and I think the Browns' defense is going to have even more trouble um, stopping the, the Chiefs' offense. We, we talked a little bit. You know, they have Miles Garrett, who is very good, but they're without Olivier Vernon, who's unfortunately out for the postseason with an Achilles injury. So that hurts their pass rush a little bit, even though they get Denzel Ward back on the uh, – on the back end for sure. But Joe, great, great job pointing that out. That's a, yeah. Well, that's, listen, they're hungry, Jeff. I, I watched last night kind of in preparation for the game and thinking about this weekend, I, I turned on, uh, it happened to be on um, live. I didn't even have to do it on demand, but I watched Believe Land, the, uh, the, the Cleveland documentary on Cleveland sports. I don't know if you've seen it or, you know, how many of our listeners have seen it, but uh, it's a really interesting documentary. Of course, I watched it a lot because, you know, I'm a big LeBron fan. And also, you know, it, it, it focused really early on on Marty, you know, and his time and how they rebuilt that team uh, and went to the playoffs and, 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 and lost to, you know, lost, you know, the heartbreak of losing to the Broncos. So it was kind of fun. That's why I really tuned into it. Cause I wanted to kind of see coach Schottenheimer again and That's cool. see, see his time in Cleveland. But then, but then, you know, the, the, the show kind of reeled me in. Um, and, and I like, was like, wow, like the, Cleveland is a hungry city. I mean, you know, they, they've, they're dying for this. So if, if the Browns team brings that emotion of this city behind it, um, you know, just, just because the, the, the documentary covers, you know, the heartbreak that the Cleveland Indians had, you know, with, with uh, a lot of their uh, losses in, in the uh, World Series and in, in, the, um, in the ALC playoffs. And then, and then you go to the, to the Cleveland finally winning that basketball championship and then the, all the heartbreak that the Browns had. It's a team that's hungry for something. And, and uh, you know, then they lose, the, they lose the team to the Ravens and then they have to go a couple years without football and then they bring it back. So, you know, I, I think they're going to have a lot. There's going to be a lot riding on this game for Cleveland, I think. And there's a lot riding on it for Baker Mayfield. I think, you know, we'll, we'll pull out that old Marty Schottenheimer uh, saying that we say a lot. You know, Marty used to say, you know, sometimes it's the person who has more to lose who plays better. And and I think Baker Mayfield has a lot to lose in this game. You know, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a star in, in television. He does the ads, you know, he's got a little bit of that chip on his shoulder from some of the things that he's done in the past. So he's, if he doesn't show up for this game and, and really put on a performance, I think he has a lot more than, you know, the reigning MVP has to lose you know, who is a Super Bowl champion and, and, and who, you know, who, who kind of has been there and done it. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a really good game. I, one I wasn't ready for, I really wasn't. I was totally ready for the Chiefs to be playing the Ravens. I really was. And so, you know, it almost caught me uh, flat-footed. Uh, same. And listen, great, great points. You mentioned John Dorsey. It's kind of the John Dorsey Bowl. Well, another cool one is uh, the, the Marty Scheidenhammer connection, obviously, that he went from coaching the Browns to coaching you and the Chiefs. And uh, yeah, it's, it's cool that you're watching uh, Believe Land. We've got a lot of believe. We've talked about Believe in Chefs. Now we're Believe in Chiefs. <laughs> exactly. Believe Land. Believe and Land. On this Believes in Chiefs, 
listeners, this is why you should uh, tune into our show. This is the kind of research Joe does. He usually watches several documentaries, maybe breakdown <laughs> film before going on here. He's just thoroughly prepared before our Believe in Chiefs podcast. I try, Jeff. I try, you know, try to take in all angles, right? Because <laughs> there's only so much of the stats that people can hear. They can see a lot of that stuff online. I think, you know, a lot of our listeners want to hear that, you know, some of those things that are a little bit, a little bit off the shelf, right? When it comes to analyzing a game and, you know, and talking through some of the matchup to give them something, you know, something to really look at. Um, and I think, I think for this game, you know, <laughs> I know I always say this because I'm a lineman, but I think this game will be one up front. I really do. I think if they, if if the Browns protect, uh, you know, if they protect um, Baker Mayfield, if they can get Kareem Hunt going, that's going to be their best chance at winning. It really is. So if they can get rolling, who knows what could happen? And then of course, you know, we don't want that to happen, and and the Chiefs just got to get after them. So I think it's going to be a battle of, uh, of of winning the game in the trenches. And you know, you mentioned it about being kind of surprised. We both have kind of the Ravens and I was surprised too. And so I think that's a, a good message for Chiefs fans. Look, we, we both think the Chiefs are going to win. They're 10 point favorites, but like, I think this is going to be a tough game. Like this, like the Browns can beat the Chiefs. I don't think they will, but they, this, this is a tough opponent. They definitely can. Their running game um, is very scary. I think it's going to be a, a big time challenge. Uh, for the Chiefs defense, you, you mentioned how it's a game in the trenches, and that's a, uh, that's a strength of the Browns, you know, and versus a weakness of the Chiefs stopping the run. And, you know, I think the, the Browns, they got their big playoff win. They knocked off their, this, their longtime nemesis, um, the Steelers. So they're kind of playing free with nothing to lose. I think that might help them a little bit too, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I really do. I, th- I think it's uh, it's 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 got to be a great momentum builder for them to, to give them the confidence that you know they can win a big game like that. You know, regardless of how banged up the Steelers' defense was, it was still you know the Steelers who you know were one of the preeminent teams in the AFC this year, and and I think it gives them a lot of confidence that they can win a big game. And, you know, that's the last thing you want going into a game like this if you're the Chiefs, right, is, is a team coming in with a lot of swagger. Um, because I think while I was kind of thinking that Baker Mayfield has a lot to lose by not playing well, well, I think the Browns in general don't have a lot to lose. Yeah, right, right. You know, they, they, you know who would have thought they would beat the Steelers? Um, you know, who, who would have thought, you know, they would do it without their head coach on the sidelines? They've got, you know, they've got a rookie head coach. Baker Mayfield still finding his way. They've got a team that's building. Um, I, I think I don't think that team they're gonna. I think it's gonna be all. They're gonna pull out all the stops. I really do. I, I think you get ready to see some some plays that maybe uh, you know Coach Stefanski and, and some of his coordinators were holding back on, and and maybe see some trickery and some different things go on because they're going into Arrowhead playing the defending Super Bowl champs who you know coming off of a bye week. You know it's it's. It's tough to to you know try to know you know what how ready you're going to be for the game and you know who knows what the Browns are going to pull out of their hat. So I think also fans should be really looking at you know what happens early on with the Browns trying to strike fast and get on the board quickly with some you know maybe a lot of blitzing, get after Patrick, take a chance. They're going to take a chance. That's what I'm trying to say. They're going to they're going to take a chance probably in special teams. They're going to take chances probably fourth and one in the middle of the field. You know, I just think they're going to do some things that 
they can go back to their constituents and say, look, guys, we had nothing to lose. So we gave it our all. And I don't think their fans, if they, if they lose in that manner, their fans aren't going to be upset because it's the Chiefs. And, you know, you, you mentioned the, the trickery. Uh, the, the Browns have done that this season. You know, Jarvis Landry's thrown a lot. The wide receiver has thrown a lot of passes. So, yeah, that's like a, a great thing to look for. Uh, another thing to look for, again, Kareem Hunt, the former Chiefs uh, running back before uh, he was released. They have a very good running game. And even if they didn't, you know, the key to any hope of beating the Chiefs is you've got to keep that offense off the field. They have an offense you got to keep executing the Chiefs offense off the field and the Browns have an offense to do that. Joe, you've played with guys, you know, Marcus Allen going back against the Raiders, obviously. Maybe take us a little bit through Kareem Hunt and I'm sure he's got a chip on his shoulder. Sure he does. It's, it's an emotional game. And, and when you, um, when you play against a team that, uh, you know, didn't, you felt like didn't give you the respect that you needed towards the end of your career or for whatever reason it might've been. Uh, you look at the Joe Montana 49ers matchup in 1994. Mm-hmm. You look at what, how Marcus used to perform against the Raiders. It, it does, it, you know, people would, you always say, well, these, these guys are professionals. They should be showing up every week because it's their job and they should have, but look, I'm just going to be honest with you. You know, it's it's hard to stay up for 17 weeks, right? You're going to have a down week. You're going to be tired. You're, you're going to be playing a team that you think you should beat. That's just the reality of it. And I know I know that sounds counterintuitive to what a professional athlete you'd think they would think, but you know it's it's hard to keep that up for 17, 18 weeks. And you know Kareem Hunt is going to have an extra amount of energy. He's going to find it. He's going to find that gas in his tank, and he's going to put his shoulder down you know, more often than not when he feels like he needs to and, and, you know, where he might, you know, in another game might step out of bounds, he's going to put his shoulder down and, and try to run somebody over. So I think it's, you know, I think that's going to be one of the big markers in this game early on is if they can contain Kareem Hunt, I think what it'll do is it'll be an emotional swing for the chiefs. You know, if they, if they stop him and they get a couple of tackles, you know, no gain or maybe even a tackle for loss in the backfield or they can really shut him down and, and swarm tackle and put, you know, four or five guys on him and he, and he can you – know, we can lower that average yards per rush that the Browns are so good at. I think that'll, that'll quiet it real fast um, and maybe take that swagger away. Totally. Uh- how, Joe, how high scoring do you see this game? What, what's kind of we, – we talked about margins a little bit. How many points do you think the Chiefs are putting up? Well, if it's any indication of, of that game, you know, Texas Tech game, uh, <laughs> let's say I, – I'm thinking this game is going to be, you know, like, uh, like 38 to 28, 30, 38 to 31. You know, like you said, it's going to be – I think they're going to stay within the margin of, of where Vegas is saying it'll be 10 points. Um, you know, if, if, if the Browns can put something up towards the end of the game and, you know, they can bring it close um, and trying to like, you know, let's say the Chiefs were up, you know, like 38 to, you know, 17 or 38 to, to 21 or 28 or something, the, the Browns are going to get, you know, that one more score, but the game will almost be over at that point. That's the kind of game I think it's going to be. Number one, because I think, you know, I make that prediction because I just don't know how the Chiefs are going to handle that running game what kind of energy Kareem Hunt's going to bring and, and what kind of what what Baker Mayfield is going to show up for this game. And then also, you know, the fact that that the Browns don't have the defense that, you know, some of the other teams that the Chiefs have played. 
Um, I think that is really going to be why they would score anywhere from 35 to say 42 points in that range. Um, that's kind of my, my prediction. And then, and the Browns keep it close. Cause look, every team, every good team that the chiefs have played have kept it sort of close. And uh, sometimes the games weren't as close as the score, but the scores were always a little bit closer than we wanted. You know, I'm with you. I'm going about the same margin, but a little bit higher. I'm saying 42-34 uh, Chiefs over the Browns. I like it. I like it. Jeff, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, I want to congratulate you <laughs> for the birth of your son this week. And you're going to have a whole different uh, fan watching the game with you this week, sitting on your lap, right? Congratulations. Your wife is doing well, and, and now you have, you have a son. So congratulations, Jeff. That's awesome. Well, thank you. And that might explain any, um, if I was stumbling over any words or whatever I've got, <laughs> maybe yeah. not the most sleep I've had in my yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. No, but congratulations, Jeff. You have a new football fan in the house. That's awesome. A new fan for sure. Well, thank you, Joe. And if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.